Genesis chapter 35 verse 1 And God said unto Jacob, Arise, go up to Bethel, and dwell there, and make there an altar unto God, who appeared unto thee, when thou didst flee from the face of Esau thy brother. Jacob had made an altar there, but now God is telling him to make another altar. Maybe because the altar was made of rocks, it wasn't permanent, and he would have to rebuild it. I'm not quite sure. 2. Then Jacob said unto his household, and to all that were with him, Put away the strange gods that are among you, and purify yourselves, and change your garments. His sons, when they looted the city, they probably took a bunch of gold and silver in the form of idols, worth money. So I'm not sure if this is only because of the looting that Jacob knows that they have idols or what. Uh, But he says, purify yourselves, which means it's like a baptism kind of. It's where you dip in water to be clean and you change your garments so that you're clean on the outside, which represents being clean on the inside. Three, and let us arise and go up to Bethel, and I will make there an altar unto God who answered me in this in the day of my distress, and was with me in the way which I went. 4. And they gave unto Jacob all the foreign gods which were in their hand, and the rings which were in their ears, and Jacob hid them under the terebinth, which was by Shechem. There's two times in the Bible where the Israelites have rings in their nose, but this time they're giving Jacob the rings in their ears. So it must be that when they looted the town, they got gold and silver idols, and they must have gotten earrings that were associated with idol worship. And they took it for the money value. But now Jacob is saying, we have to get rid of all this stuff because this offends God and we can't have this stuff. And Jacob hid them under the terebinth, which was by Shechem. And I believe this is the same terebinth that Abraham camped near. Now Jacob is burying all of these false idols under that tree. So he's basically saying, God, we don't want this stuff. We're giving it to you. It's all yours. 5. And they journeyed, and a terror of God was upon the cities that were round about them, and they did not pursue after the sons of Jacob. When you obey the Lord, and you do what's righteous, God will protect you from your enemies, and that's what's happening here. Because Jacob has done a righteous thing by getting rid of all of the gold and silver idols and the bronze idols, and not allowing his family to keep that, and obeying God by going to Bethel to make the altar. As Jacob obeys the Lord, the Lord is protecting Jacob and making all the surrounding towns afraid and terrified of them so that they won't battle them. 6. So Jacob came to Luz, which is in the land of Canaan, the same as Bethel, he and all the people that were with him. So again, the locals are calling it Luz, but Jacob's family calls it Bethel, which means house of God. 7. And he built there an altar and called the place El Bethel, because there God was revealed unto him when he fled from the face of his brother. So now he's giving it the name El Bethel, which means God revealed. 8. And Deborah, Rebekah's nurse, died, and she was buried below Bethel under the oak, and the name of it was called Alan Bacchath. And the wet nurse is the one who breastfeeds the child for another woman. So Rebecca had a wet nurse who breastfed her when she was a baby. And then that lady stayed with her her whole life, which was customary back then. Because your wet nurse was basically your surrogate mom. But in this year, at this time, the wet nurse died. 
9. And God appeared unto Jacob again when he came from Padanaram and blessed him. 10. And God said unto him, Thy name is Jacob, thy name shall not be called any more Jacob, but Israel shall be thy name. Now the angel had already told Jacob that his name was going to be Israel, but now God himself is telling Jacob this, and this is now the point where Jacob's name actually changes. And he called his name Israel. 11. And God said unto him, I am God Almighty, be fruitful and multiply. A nation and a company of nations shall be of thee, and kings shall come out of thy loins. So again, God is repeating the blessing that he always said before. And all of Jacob's sons are basically princes, and out of Judah his son will come many, many kings. 12. And the land which I gave unto Abraham and Isaac, to thee I will give it, and to thy seed after thee will I give the land. 13. And God went up from him in the place where he spoke with him. 14. And Jacob set up a pillar in the place where he spoke with him, a pillar of stone, and he poured out a drink offering thereon, and poured oil thereon. There's a lot of different kinds of offerings in the Bible. Sometimes it's an animal, sometimes it's grain, sometimes it's fruit, sometimes it's wine, and sometimes it's oil, and sometimes it's flour which means you took the trouble to beat the grain into flour. So there's a lot of work went into that, and you're offering that to God. So in this case, Jacob makes the altar and offers wine and oil. Wine represents the blood of Jesus Christ, and oil represents the Holy Spirit. 15. And Jacob called the name of the place where God spoke with him Bethel. Again, he's naming it Bethel. 16. And they journeyed from Bethel, and there was still some way to come to Ephrath. Ephrath is the ancient name of Bethlehem. So whenever you hear Ephrath or Ephrata, they're talking about the place that we call Bethlehem today. And Rachel travailed, and she had hard labor. So this is going to be Rachel's second child and Jacob's twelfth son. But on the way to Bethlehem, Rachel goes into labor, and it's a really bad one. 17. And it came to pass, when she was in hard labor, that the midwife said unto her, Fear not, for this also is a son for thee. So the midwife is trying to cheer her up, because she's actually dying. 18. And it came to pass, as her soul was in departing, for she died, that she called his name Benoni, but his father called him Benjamin. Rachel was dying, and so she named her son a sad name, something to do with sorrow, Benoni. But his father, knowing that names are important, doesn't want his son to have a name that would be a curse. So instead, he changes his name to Benjamin, which is a, a positive name. 19. And Rachel died and was buried in the way to Ephrath. The same is Bethlehem. She was buried on the way to Bethlehem, so she didn't have a noble burying place. But when Leah dies, Leah does get a really nice burial. 20. And Jacob set up a pillar upon her grave, the same as the pillar of Rachel's grave unto this day. So I'm assuming that pillar exists somewhere, but I don't know if anybody knows where it is, but it's somewhere in Israel. 21. And Israel journeyed and spread his tent beyond Migal Eder. He went to Migal Eder and he set up camp there. 22. And it came to pass while Israel dwelt in that land that Reuben went and lay with Bilhah, his father's concubine. And Israel heard of it. Now the sons of Jacob were twelve. Now at this point it doesn't talk anymore about that, but it'll come up later when Jacob is blessing his sons. Reuben will get more of a curse because Reuben shamed his father by sleeping with one of his father's concubines. That's a very perverted and wicked thing to do.
when we get to the book of Leviticus, you'll learn that God thinks it's perverted and wicked to have sex with a wife of your father. It's called an abomination. And that's what Reuben has done. Jacob is very upset, but he isn't going to say anything. It'll come later when Jacob says something about it. 23, the sons of Leah. So now it's going to go over the lineage again, because this is important to remember. All of Jacob's 12 sons have been born. So we're going to go over that. 23, the sons of Leah, Reuben, Jacob's firstborn, and Simeon, and Levi, and Judah, and Issachar, and Zebulun. 24, the sons of Rachel, Joseph, and Benjamin. 25, the sons of Bilhah, Rachel's handmaid, Dan and Nephtali. 26, the sons of Zilpah, Leah's handmaid, Gad and Asher. These are the sons of Jacob that were born to him in Padan Aram. Since Billah has been defiled, Jacob will never sleep with Billah again. And he's probably wasn't going to sleep with her again anyway because he only slept with her when his wife told him to. So that may be one of the reasons why Reuben thought it was okay to sleep with Billa is because Reuben saw that his father would never sleep with her again. But it wasn't okay because his father was still alive and it's an ultra perversion. 27. And Jacob came unto Isaac his father to Mamre to Kirith Arba, the same as Hebron, where Abraham and Isaac sojourned. So now Jacob actually makes it all the way home to his father Isaac. So that's pretty awesome. Isaac is living in Mamre, which is the same place where Isaac was raised, where Abraham lived. 28. And the days of Isaac were a hundred and four score years. A score is 20 years, so that's 180 years. 29. And Isaac expired and died and was gathered unto his people, meaning that he went to the bosom of Abraham, paradise, to wait for Jesus Christ to come into the center of the earth where paradise was and to reveal himself to them and then take them up to heaven. Gathered unto his people, old and full of days, and Esau and Jacob his sons buried him. That's pretty cool. Esau and Jacob are on good terms and they're acting like family. They don't live together, but they're they come together as family to bury their father. And that's the end of Genesis chapter 35.